0: For elite, I can. The Iowa men's basketball team will host Division II Quincy for an exhibition game tonight. Hawkeyes open the regular season against North Dakota November 7th. The World Series
1: shifts to the desert for Game 3 tonight. Brandon Fott starts for the Diamondbacks. Max Scherzer for the Rangers, who are 8-0 on the road in the postseason. Week 8 in the NFL wraps up with the Lions hosting the Raiders, who will have Jimmy Garoppolo back at quarterback after missing a game with a neck injury. I'm Doug
2: Thompson. For the win from the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, where every Monday get one of Jethro's world famous meal deals. Four. This is Des Moines Sports Station, one hundred six point three
3: KXNO. Hi, it up. Hi, Miller and welcome back. Hour number two, Des Moines Sports Station, one hundred six point three KXNO. Taking to one, Mister Monday night, uh still to come. Bottom of the hour. Alec Bussey covers Iowa State. He was in Waco. We will get the latest from our guy CycloneAlert.com, part of 24-7 Sports. Let's recap the weekend in college football, shall we? Bama, Trent and Ken, thanks for coming on. A good weekend behind us. A really good one coming up with some massive games. We'll save those to Friday, but uh, good to talk to you, Bama. Bob, how are you?
2: I'm doing good, and uh, Trent and I were discussing off-air, we do not need to talk about the ACC on Friday. (laughs)
3: uh what's okay that's fine we got a lot of other good games yeah we do we got a bunch of them that's that's for certain uh it's
2: incredible what a what a i mean just an incredible slate but yeah i mean we'll get to that friday but wow
3: yep no question you go let's get let's start in the uh in the sec from this past weekend boys here's my take i've been saying all along that michigan's best team Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not so sure yeah. <laughs> that the back-to-back champ might not have another one, Trent. How about Georgia?
0: Yeah, Carson Beck made some beautiful throws in that game, doing it without Bowers as he makes his way back. Yep. McConkey is becoming That's the kid. Yeah, he's just becoming a star. He's fun to watch out there. Is that Phil McConkey's? grandson? You know, I would think there's got to be some relationship there, right? Ne- great-nephew, something like that. I
2: that, <laughs> It's not a common name. It's right? not.
0: No, when you think back to the Giants <laughs> in the 80s and McConkie yeah, right. and, like, that popped up. And away. Pat Summerall saying McConkie's <laughs> name? Oh, my God. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know why that popped in my mind, yeah. but, boy, it's gotta Georgia. it got to be, Trent. They be. were so, so good and so dominating. I think you nailed really the conversation there. The rest of it was pretty ho-hum, right? Uh, and I guess Tennessee, Kentucky was an entertaining game. Mm-hmm. It was just a college in general, just not the SEC. It wasn't a great weekend. It wasn't a great Saturday. It was okay outside of a couple of games.
3: Yeah, your your takeaway, Bama, on the uh, on the SEC.
2: Well, the SEC. I, I'll tell you, the best player I saw that used to play in the SEC. I was at the Titans game yesterday, and <laughs> man, did your boy <laughs> Levis light! It's unbelievable. It up, Ken. Unreal, right? I mean, I mean, deep balls down the field. I'm like, what? What am I watching here? I'm not used to seeing this, but um, I think you're right a little bit on Georgia. I'm. I want to see what they do with Missouri. I just think Missouri can give them fits mm-hmm. because they can throw it. And you know, Florida, they've had a good year. We know how inconsistent they are. they They've been. You know, starting out the game with Utah, and then you know they they did beat Tennessee, and um, I, I think, I think the bye week. Of of the Bowers injury, not that it's a good. I think that helped Georgia because it really let them go back in and you know gave them two weeks to figure out how. What are we going to do without this guy? Um, Lab McConkey kind of reminds me of of Hunter Renfro from Clemson, mm-hmm. just a thorn in the side. You know he's yep. always open. He's always you, you you look at him and you're like, My, this is like Stetson Bennett last year. You know how can this guy win? But he did. Um, he did Bennett beat to Make the, the
3: Rams? By the way, did he stick around on the roster?
2: I think he did. Last I saw. Okay. I know he got drafted. I haven't, I mean, you know, they got destroyed yesterday too, but yeah. I haven't, I haven't actually seen that he, that he was cut, but, um. The answer the is yes.
3: For, he is on the roster, yeah. third string quarterback.
2: Yeah. He might get a chance to play here a little bit later in the year. Um, you know, depending on how they, what they want to do with Stafford, but I think the big thing for Georgia was they were 171 yards on the ground. If they can get balance against teams like Missouri and Tennessee that they still have coming up and all of a sudden Georgia Tech. I mean look out. What is yeah. going on well, it there? It depends
3: what day week you get Georgia Tech.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean uh I mean they, they beat North Carolina. I mean what is That's happening? Right. But you know, anyway, Georgia I think yeah, they're they're not dead. I never considered them dead. Um Listen. When the rankings come out, you can put them wherever you want. It doesn't really matter. Um, you know, not that you're now. TV don't be throwing cold again. water
3: on my TV show tomorrow. night. <laughs> I get
2: right. that enough
3: from the other side of the
2: room. Here, Yeah, exactly. I just think I think the balance from Georgia was, was big in this game. Yeah. Uh, if they can get that, I just I like Missouri. I, I, I'm really intrigued by this game, and that's kind of an under under the radar game this week with all the other big ones, but Missouri at Georgia. How about the I, CBS I really,
3: doubleheader, too, boys? Missouri, <laughs> Georgia, Mizzou, Georgia yeah. LSU, and Alabama, hello.
2: Yeah, yeah, not bad. Huh? We'll so, uh, yeah, be a little interest in that game in Tuscaloosa this week, too. But, yeah, Georgia not dead. The rest of it, as you said, um, not really needle-moving. Tennessee, good win against Kentucky. Uh, A&M, South Carolina, who cares? Auburn gets their first SEC win. Uh, Vanderbilt does what they do. They get blown out. Um you know, it's just uh, we'll see. We're going to learn about a lot about the SEC. I, I think the four best teams are playing each other this week. Yeah, so Georgia, Missouri, and you got Alabama, LSU. I think the the four best teams in that conference are going to square off this week.
3: Mm. We shall see, Trent. Let's go to the Pac-12. Um,
0: look, I th- I wasn't saying Utah would beat Oregon. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think they'd get blown out by Oregon, and they did. And just losing in that fashion. It's something that we talked about even after the loss to Washington about Oregon, is the Ducks still felt like the most complete mm-hmm. team, and we've seen Washington kind of hit the skids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since then, this Oregon team can beat you in a myriad of different ways. They can beat you physically. Mm -hmm. They can beat you defensively. And, of course, what Bo Nix is doing. Is he a dark horse? Maybe more than a dark horse. I think more than a dark horse because I I certainly favor them pretty significantly against Washington. If we do get that rematch in the championship game, I think he's got a real shot there. I I loved what we saw there. USC still has some major issues. That was the other one. And searching through. Would you have gone for two? Did Cal do the oh, right thing when yes. they scored? Couldn't yeah. agree with you yeah. more. Absolutely. Arizona made the mistake not going yep. for two. Yep. Cal did the right thing here. And trying to find that thing and searching through far off places, trying to find a stream. Oh, you couldn't find? It was a Pac-12, Pac-12 game? Pac-12 network. You've
3: got to be kidding. So I'm me.
0: on my phone, and there's probably viruses galore on that <laughs> thing after
3: searching through trying to find that. <laughs> oh, my. The price you pay. Yes. Bama, your thoughts on the Pac-12?
2: Yeah, just uh, like you said, I mean, what a game that was, USC and Cal, and you can't find it anywhere. I mean, mm. I'm so glad that these two commissioners are going to be out of a job pretty soon because that that the, the year, that, for all the big things that are happening, this is USC. Hey, this isn't, you know, Arizona. and Who, by the way, know, is playing Washington, very well. Who is playing excellent football yeah. right now and has just really thrown uh, the Pac-12, you know, that second spot really into chaos. How how about this? You talked about USC. They play Washington this week at home. Then they go to Oregon. They finish with UCLA. Jesus. you think they're winning all three of those? No. I don't. Okay, Oregon has an easier schedule. They play Cal, USC at home. They go to Arizona State, and they finish with Oregon State. Mm. Not terrible. Washington at USC, Utah at Oregon State, Washington State at home. Jesus. The thing for me was I mean, it's just this, the, the conference this year is just it's so much fun. But- and it's going out of business. And it's going out of business. I mean, we're going to, yeah, it's going to be a bunch of, you know, what, uh, Big Ten schools next year. Big Just Ten, Pac 10, or
3: Big 12? Uh,
2: yeah. It's, um, Washington still struggling on the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a Stanford team that got absolutely trucked by Oregon. They got their doors blown off by, um, oh, who else beat them? Uh, UCLA, 42 7. Oregon beat them 42 6. Washington has to hang around, score a late touchdown to put the game away. Um, they're just not playing very well on the road. I thought maybe they had solved that, and I I agree. I think that it wasn't. Uh, but if that game was in U- in Eugene instead of Seattle, I think Horkin walks out of there with a win. You don't see Utah pushed around like that. Nope. under Kyle Whittingham. Nope. I mean, I don't care who your quarterback is. They usually, if they gotta if they gotta hang around, you know, if they're not gonna be able to score, they're usually hanging around. You know, 21, 17, 17 Fourteen, something like that. You rarely see them pushed around at the line of scrimmage, and they were dominated at the line of scrimmage. That game to me just stood out. You mentioned Arizona; something is brewing down there in the desert. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not a team. I guarantee you, these contenders, these top contenders, are glad if they played them that they're over with, and if they right. haven't played them, that they don't have to because that. I don't know what's happening down there. Uh, there are, you know, I watched a, a decent amount of that game uh, late saturday night but um man something's going on the bloom is is officially off the rose over at colorado Shadur sanders is just getting pummeled
3: yeah how about his Um, how about his brother did you see the targeting call his brother got kicked uh, off for what an awful uh, call did you yeah
2: it was i saw uh, if you look at a real slow motion replay you can see the top of his helmet hit the face mask but I think the thing I didn't like more than anything was just the posing afterwards. Yeah, that's cool. I mean That's come on. I I mean, that's, that's that. Sand
3: that's having the last name is Sanders. Yeah, it I is, agree. That's yeah.
2: just I, I didn't like that. I didn't like the call. Joel Klatt was all over it. Um I looking at it live it looked terrible. It looked kinda like shoulder to shoulder. If you if you really slow it down and it's out there on social media, you can see a little bit of helmet to a little bit of face mask. And that's probably what they boiled it down to. But I didn't. I didn't like the call. To me, that's just a football play. Right. I mean, he wasn't. He wasn't He didn't launch. He didn't lead. He didn't like go that. for his yeah. knees.
3: Take him low and maybe take him he, out.
2: Right. He could have exactly. That's what do you want a DB to do right there? Right. You know? Do you? He could have. You know? We've seen Gronkowski go out years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, taking out You just when you chop these big guys down, if their foot's planted, you're going to blow their knee out. Well, is that better than a concussion? Maybe in the long term, but you know. uh You know, eight, nine months of rehab. I just went through rehab. It's no fun. Uh, You know, (laughs) I just can't. uh, I I didn't like the call, but look, the Pac 12 is, they're so much fun. They're so good. Um, And just, again, down the stretch, these three contenders starting this week when Washington has to go to the Coliseum. Um, That's going to be a light em up game. I don't know what the over is going to be, but I'm taking it right now. (laughs) Um, Because USC just can't stop anybody. That Cal game was just, it's embarrassing. And, you know the only Ooh, thing ABC's embarrassing...
3: got that game 6:30 on on Saturday.
2: Absolutely. Oof. Yeah. It's a it's a 4:30 kick out, out West though. That's going to be kind of an odd kick time, but yeah, um the only thing more embarrassing than USC's defense is you can't find the game anywhere to watch it when mm. it gets close yeah. on the Pac-12 network anyway.
3: Not not good. I'm, let's I'm... let's go to the Big 10. <laughs> Trent Nebraska. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Are they <sighs>
0: Aren't they? They're doing what they're supposed to against bad teams. And they were trying to hand the game to Purdue. Purdue just stunk so bad yeah. that they couldn't. A defense is for real, though. That's a good defensive that team. For, that's a good point. Harburg yeah. is okay. Eh, He's yeah. not a great thrower, nope. but he can run it. Yep. And they're relying on their strengths. There's something to be said about a coaching staff not trying to put a square peg into a round hole. This is what we are. we got a big physical quarterback. He can't throw it real well, so we're going to run it with him. It's working for them and it very well could work out enough to find themselves in Indianapolis. I'm starting to trend there. I think they can they have a path, a realistic path, and I would not have said that three weeks ago. And who's left for them? Michigan State's left for them, obviously. Iowa's left
3: for them, Wisconsin and Maryland. So Michigan mm-hmm. State, Maryland, yep. Wisconsin, uh, and Iowa. Um what else from the Big Ten? Ohio State struggling. Northwestern to me is one of the cool. stories of the year. I mean, Bron's done a phenomenal job, a terrific job. Tagliavo's, uh brother, um, he was okay in that football game, but Northwestern. I watched eighty-five percent. You know what I was doing? I was watching. Uh, I was flipping back and forth between Kansas, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and then they went to oh. weather delay. Yep, same. And so just I just stayed locked and loaded on uh, on Northwestern and Maryland. Bama, your thoughts on the Big Ten?
2: Yeah, not ex- not a terribly exciting weekend. Uh, Ohio State did what they needed to do, guys. I think this. You want to talk about rankings? I think Ohio State could be number one next when they come out tomorrow night. You really do. I mean, look I at the do. power of their I resume. Do. Yeah, I know what you're saying, I mean, Bama. I look. I don't think the Penn State win is a great win. I don't. Okay. Yeah. Penn State, you know, struggled and you know, slopped around with a two and six Indiana team mm-hmm. at home this week. Okay? Notre Dame was a good win. Notre Dame was a good win. Penn State was a good win. Who's Michigan beat? That's any good. Who's Georgia beat? That's any good. Um, you know, that's what we're going to get to. Yeah. I think Ohio State. I think they're going to be top two. They're, they. It could very well be Michigan, Ohio State, in whatever order you get to tomorrow night. It'll um, we'll create some controversy. Gonna be, it's going to be fascinating <laughs> yeah. to watch. That's know, why it's appointment TV. Talk. I've been trying and to it won't tell you beat anything. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, other than that, that to me was the game of the week. Uh, I totally agree with you at Northwestern. I thought this team had, you know, one and ten, one one 11 written yep. all over them. That's yep. the Fitzgerald thing. Uh, this is, you know, whoever's, the, they need to hire him full time. I mean, mm. they, whatever this is, I don't know if he's in, on an interim basis or not. Uh, he needs to be hired full time. Uh, Nebraska, you're right. I don't know if I'm going to go they're going to you know have a, there is a path to Indianapolis I just think that um they are limited but look, what Matt Rule's done I mean I totally agree Ken spot on what do I have okay look it may be a mess but it's my mess what can I do with it mm-hmm. And I'm not going to sit here and try to make him, you know turn him into a, a throwing quarterback because that's not what he is you know okay he's big strong he could run okay well let's Let's drop some stuff. Let's let, let him run. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Right. Let's let him run. So I mean, it's it's and, you know, coaches sometimes they really do like to get overcomplicate things and you know try to show they're the smartest guy in the yep. room. And sometimes it's just you know let's just the smartest guy in the room is just doing the most with what you got. And then you go out and you try to get better if you want to you know get something better if that's what you want. But uh, he's done a phenomenal job. You know, I think I think he's on track for Big Ten Coach of the Year. Uh, you know, along with the the guy from Northwestern, but. Uh, we'll get to
3: that later. Yeah, that's an interesting question, right? Uh, yeah, it can't be horrible <laughs> No, year.
2: no,
1: not not <laughs> no, anymore. Not anymore.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Let's go to the pads. I mean, Rutgers is six and two. There, you know what? Giannis yeah. is going to get some votes. I mean, yeah, Bama, you might have yeah. hit the nail on the head. You might hit yeah. the nail on the head. That's uh, yeah. that's a really good story. This being written yeah. there, uh, the Big Twelve. Trent Condon is is there a playoff? hopes diminished after Oklahoma got beat?
0: Well, they're going to have to run the table now and that means Oklahoma either beating Texas twice they or gotta beating beat all, they got to win Bedlam this week. Right, and they got that
2: staring yeah. them in the face. It's a bad game for coming off this loss. Yeah,
0: that I mean say the really chances game. were I don't know, 35% that they were going to have a playoff team before this weekend is it cut in half? Maybe even low. I was going to say 15. Yeah, yeah. so we're, that's kind of the range that we're looking at. It's mm-hmm. it's a very precarious spot. I can't see Oklahoma run the stick table. I can't see Texas running the what table. What time is Bedlam? God, there's this is a great weekend. It's going to be a great football, weekend. That's 2.30. <laughs> <2:30. laughs> Bedlam Jesus. is this weekend. We talked about the Iowa State <laughs> angle. Bama, you realize the Iowa State Cyclones yep. are tied for first place in this league.
2: I certainly do. I mean, I'm looking at the standings right here, and uh, they're tied. Well, there's what five teams? It's five teams. Now, obviously, some of those are going to you know play each other and kind of wipe each other out, but. um, Kansas State is four and one. Mm-hmm. Team we never talk about, always talk about how good they are. Okay, but we we never really give them the credit. Well, here they are again. They're four and one mm-hmm. in the in the Big Twelve. They've just they just keep going along doing what they're doing, and they let everything else take care of itself. But you're right, Iowa State. Uh, you know, five and three overall, four and one in the Big Twelve. Now they've got some games. Obviously, the Texas game is ahead of them.
3: Yeah, K State. Um, Kansas K-State, this weekend.
2: Kansas this week again this weekend. Ken, my oh, God! Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. We're gonna have to do two segments Friday. Um, but it's just, it's just unbelievable yeah. the the amount of games and and the interest and everything. But look, that game Saturday. I, now I flipped it because I was at a uh, you know full disclosure. I was at I thought the end of the third quarter was the end of the game when they flipped over. I didn't not. I was at a Buffalo Wild Wings, and I couldn't hear the volume. Because uh, you know, had all the other speakers going on, and I'm sitting. Here, I about lost my mind when they flipped it out. Uh, you know, at the end of the third quarter when they were driving. Um, but look, I, I got home and I watched the rest of it. What, what a game! I mean, and Josh Bean. I don't. Jalen Daniels, great player, mm-hmm. love him. Josh Bean's my quarterback the rest of the year, boys. I don't care when Jalen Daniels is healthy. And I'll, I'll give you a rumor. You know, we talked about you know what's really wrong with him. I, I think Colorado's – I think he's got his eye on Colorado if Deion Sanders stays. I do. I think Shadur's going to leave. Think, I think Angles. I mean, but you know. look, we'll get to all that later. That was that was a huge win for Kansas. Love it for them. Love it for the program. Kind of brings them back in. I don't know if it really brings them back into the Big 12. There's just so many teams they'd have to climb over. But somebody's going to lose, and if they keep winning, uh they'll be there. But, yeah, the Big 12 – they didn't do the Big Twelve any favors playoff wise. No, uh, but um, you know, somebody's going to have to get two, or somebody's going to have somebody's got to get left out this year. Uh, is the ACC going to get left out if Florida State loses? Yes, maybe
3: that that would be the uh, one.
2: I think so. Uh, the SEC, I think, is trending now toward whoever went. You know, they're not going to get left out. My past nope. had before of nope. them getting left out is not going to happen. Big Ten trending towards path. two. Yep, somebody in the pac twelve's going. They're not leaving the Pac-12 out. So uh, the Big 12 right now seems to be the conference that's in the most trouble uh, so, let, uh, after that Kansas win.
3: Uh, we got like a minute left. Uh, I don't want to spend a ton of time in the ACC, but Florida State, Trent. No, they're great. They're, that offense is unbelievable. They, they are.
0: And uh, a little story emerging. Well, two. Two also brands. Virginia Tech's won three in a row with their new coaching staff, uh-huh. and Boston College has won four in a row. How
3: about Boston College? Yeah. And, and
0: yes. they fought against Florida State and yep. had a chance in that yep, game. Yep, they did. Two teams that l- were left for dead in September. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Yep.
3: That's, That's
2: enough <laughs> We've well, we Virginia Tech playing this week, guys, and they're, the winner's going to probably play Florida State in the championship game now. Mm-hmm. Because they're both 3-1. and one. Everybody else has two losses. Florida State's undefeated. Um, how about that? Who would have thought Virginia Tech and Louisville? <laughs> so, are you saying we uh, should that, include this game, in the preview on Friday? No, oh, that <laughs> game's going to get that game's going to get buried. And I think Louisville. I think Louisville, Florida State would be a little intriguing. I think mm-hmm. but, uh, you know Jordan Travis. All the Pac-12 guys are in the Heisman race, and Jay, you know Daniel, uh, not Daniels, uh, the. What am I say, The LSU quarterback. Yeah, that is um, yeah. Jay Daniels is in there, but
0: Travis too I, I should be. He's got to be. Yeah. 18 touchdowns, two interceptions. He's thrown for 2,100 yards, completing 65% of his throws. Six rushing touchdowns. Yeah, How about Keon Coleman, the Michigan State transfer? He's a stud. You know, I get the fact that everybody
3: loves Harrison and they should, but this Mm -hmm. kid's not bad. Hey, Batman, we're out of time, brother. we got to run. Good stuff. Yep. Uh, we'll talk to you on Friday. We will be in Chicago uh, at, uh, where are we going to be? Merkel's Merkel's the Hawkeye
0: bar in All Wrigleyville. Right.
3: So there'll be a little bit of a delay going back and forth, but we'll have a slate of games we'll opine on. We'll do it at uh, just afternoon on Friday. Have a wonderful week, Bama. Thank you.
2: We will have a slate of games, that is for sure. <laughs> Indeed. Take
0: care,
3: buddy. Well,
2: what a weekend. Take care, guys. Yep,
0: that's for sure. What a slate of games. So uh, the Iowa press release has come out as it pertains oh. to the game notes. Just released, just got the email. Yes. So I perused to see if there's anything different on the depth chart. There isn't. Deacon Hill still listed as a starter. No surprise. Uh When you get down to the. There's no or? No, no or. (laughs) Nope. It's Deacon that's listed as a starter. So I flipped down and Brian Ferrance still listed as the offensive coordinator and quarterback's coach. Mm -hmm. This struck me as odd though. And they have uh, on the little, they have all the coaches listed on one of the pages of the PDF. They have everybody if they're in the booth or on the field. Iowa only has two coaches in the booth, including only one assistant coach in the booth. Is there another program in the country like that? I wouldn't think so. Mm. One offensive coach in the booth? Now, I know, yes, they have analysts and they have everything, but one offensive coach in the booth? Mm. That's weird, at the very least. It's just odd. I don't know, that struck me. Brian's still on it.
3: And nothing on Brian Ferris. It's coming up on 1230. Well, we'll do this. Uh, Alec Bussy coming up on Iowa State. He was in Waco uh, covering the Cyclones. Time to claim some NIL money. Head to KXNO.com right now. The keyword is bank. Bank at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000. Bank at KXNO.com. Bank. KXNO.com Bussy next Mr. Monday Night Still to Come Miller & Conda, Des Moines Sports Station 106 On Your Side
0: Joined by Dr. Heidi Bell with Elite Eye Care, it's football season, concussions always a big topic. This year, two to three million sports-related concussions will occur, and about half of those go unreported. Two out of every 10 high school students will suffer a concussion. The most important part is following through with your doctor, but the recommendations are different than they used to be. At Elite Eye Care, we can diagnose and treat the post-concussion visual symptoms that typically exist. That's Dr. Heidi Bell with Elite Eye Care, with locations in Waukee, To an Ankeny and the newest location in Norwalk. So good. Maybe you're thinking about franchise or purchasing a franchise. There's an experienced and trustworthy franchise lawyer right in your backyard. Don't waste your time or money searching for a lawyer out of state when Rush Nigget is here and ready to help your business. Hi,
3: I'm Rush. I've specialized in business and franchise law for the past 25 years. I don't just want to be your lawyer, I want your business to succeed as much as you do.
2: Your business needs Rush. Visit his award winning blog at rushonbusiness.com. It's good to have Rush on.
3: Message from My Heart Media.
0: You may know Exile Brewing Company. Fry was number one lager, Ruthie. Exile Brewing Company also brings you. Swarm Golden Ale, where 20% of the revenue is donated to the Iowa Swarm Collective, helping Iowa student athletes and the Swarm Collective compete in today's college environment. 20% of the revenue from sales of Swarm Golden Ale goes back to the Swarm Collective and to Hawkeye student athletes. Exile Brewing Company. Enjoy. If you have a low interest rate on your property and a lower tolerance for tenants, then you have two choices. Sell it and say goodbye to a great investment or keep it. Hold on to that rate and let the professional landlords at Renters Warehouse manage it for you. Why hire Renters Warehouse? Because we free you. To do the things you love, like take a vacation, have dinner with your family, or acquire more properties to achieve more financial independence. You already know that renting delivers cash flow, appreciation, and tax benefits. Renters Warehouse also frees you from finding tenants, collecting rent, and handling those annoying 3 a.m. maintenance calls. The choice is yours. Sell your property, keep DIYing everything, or hire Renters Warehouse to get the best of all worlds. You're free to cancel within 90 days. Days, and even get your management fees back. Go to redderswarehouse.com today to book your free home rental price analysis or call 515 528 44. Not extend.
3: Hi, I'm Miller and, Collins, and Welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Let's get to Alec Bussey, he covers Iowa State. Was in the road on the road, the rather this past weekend in Waco, covering the Cyclones uh, as they caught past the Baylor Bears and did so relatively convincingly. Hello, Alec, Trent, and Ken. Thanks for coming on. How are you?
1: Good guys, thanks for having me on.
3: Appreciate it. No, we listen, we love having you on and uh Iowa State fans should take notice that um you're just not covering this team from the couch on the weekend. You're getting in your car. A lot of windshield time and uh well done. Um well done for that. So let's get to the squad and uh and where we go from here. I did not think Rocco Beck had a very good game at all. I know he said as much after the game, which you know, I think you gotta be even more encouraged about the way this team is going when your quarterback um does not have his best game, and you go on the road and beat a Big 12 team that has given you fits in Waco over the past few years.
1: Yeah, that's certainly definitely the kind of mindset that I had on it. Um, I I know in the column that I wrote after the game was kind of like, hey, they found a way to win without Rocco Beck playing his best game of the year. There are certainly a couple of throws to me that really stick out. Obviously, this is Jaden Higgins um, deep down the sideline in the first half. That should have been a 75-yard mm-hmm. touchdown pass, which I believe would have been the longest touchdown pass that they've had this year. I know they've had a few long ones. Um, then he also missed Jalen Knoll on what should have been a touchdown pass. At the he goal line, yep. Low, yep. yep. Um, and that that should have been a touchdown, had to settle for a field goal. And then right before the half, he fires over the middle of the field and it's intercepted, and it leads to Baylor being able to get a touchdown right before the break. So, you know, those three mistakes I think were pretty costly, and then he also um, – Fumbles that snap under center right on um, yeah the third or and fourth a foot down. yeah yeah um, but you know they were able to win they were able to win fairly comfortably I feel like you could say maybe got a little hairy at times in the second half for some cyclone fans but you know you still win by twelve points on the road against a Big Twelve opponent and I think you probably have to feel pretty good about that knowing the way that that Rocklebeck played
0: we saw three offensive linemen play all sixty seven snaps in the game Jim Bonifas uh, Huford, and Miller are the three. We didn't see Remsburg and know after he was allowed to come back with the suspension, he'd been dealing with an injury. What's kind of the latest on that front and trying to get him acclimated and back out there?
1: Yeah, I think they're kind of trying to figure out that balance, like you kind of hinted at. The offensive line has been started to play a little bit better um, in the last couple of weeks, right, when you think about the insertion of Brendan Black and the impact that that had on the offensive line. And he started to run the ball better. I think they went for about 160, 165 yards on Saturday at Baylor. Um, so I think they're trying to get him into the rotation if possible, but they don't want to mess with the cohesion and the chemistry of the five guys who started to play really well. So I think that that's just a really difficult thing. And, and a lot of people may roll their eyes at the idea of, you know, coaches talking about the importance of, I guess, cohesion and chemistry on an offensive line. But I, It's the one position that I really kind of do buy into that. That line of thinking on a
3: college football team with the offensive mm-hmm. front. Uh, TJ Tampa, it, um, I think it was the right call, and it was it, was, it worked out well. That you know he's not going to have to miss any time against the Kansas game. Was it Porter that came in and played exclusively in Tampa's role? Because I saw number ten certainly got more playing time and didn't look out of place at all. Was it Porter exclusively uh, in Tampa's spot after Tampa uh, was uh, was uh, you know kicked out?
1: Yeah, I don't know if it was completely exclusive that he took over that spot, but he definitely was the one who got most of those staffs at the opposite corner spot, and I thought he played pretty well uh-huh. in the second half of the game, but I mean, that's when most of that opportunity would have came for him, obviously, because Tampa got ejected with in 55 seconds left in the first half, so I thought that he played pretty well. He's someone that Matt has spoken of highly this season, and um his importance i think is something that has been talked about and discussed and and really seen at different points this season um when he's been able to play and been able to be a contributor for iowa state so i think they have to feel really good about the way the secondary is playing overall um i was really impressed with the interception that malik burden had um in the end of the first half i believe that was in the second quarter crossed the whole field and made a really nice play on the ball so Um, the secondary continues to impress me, but I thought the defensive front had probably their best game of the season.
0: You have the ejection that you mentioned, and then Cooper goes down with the injury. Any idea of the severity of that injury? Something that could linger? Could be something that he has to miss any time? Anything on that front after the game?
1: Yeah, I haven't had an opportunity to talk to anyone about it specifically, just yet. hoping to get some sort of um, be back on it for Matt Campbell tomorrow at his weekly uh, press availability. But if not, we'll try and figure out what it is. And then we'll obviously see if he's on the field on Saturday. We know he's really important in the back end of that secondary um, as one of the leaders of a lot of the turnovers that they've had, he has five interceptions on the season, so we know how important he is to the back end of Iowa State secondary.
3: Um, D- D- Dimitri Stanley is a guy that I just guess we just thought we were going to see more from, and I'm, I'm assuming that Higgins, you know, has taken uh, mo- most of those balls. Of course, Jalen Knowles going to get his different position still, but Higgins, and I, I thought Stanley, that was going to be a pretty good complimentary one two punch. Stanley, is it just that he's been passed over? Um, because, again, uh, five. Fight- final year of eligibility one of the faster guys on the team yet the impact hasn't been there this year
1: yeah I think a lot of it does have to go um go with Jaden Higgins in his emergence I don't know if they fully expected Jaden Higgins to be as impactful as he has been this season to be completely honest with you guys I mean he's emerged as their number one target I know that yeah. Jalen Noel gives them a lot of comfortability and he's a good safety blanket but If they're looking for a big play in the passing game, by all accounts, it's going to to Jaden Higgins. So I think that that kind of is taken away from the the impact that other guys in the receiving room have had. And I think that Higgins' size is something that they really like and they feel really comfortable with in in the receiving room.
0: Well, the running back room is incredibly deep, and Cartavius Norton gets in the end zone a couple of times. This has not been the year that he anticipated. He's been banged up all season uh, with the Jirel Brock news this summer. It felt like Norton was just going to take this job. Hasn't been the case, but it has to feel good for him. Getting in the end zone a couple of times, it feels like maybe he's finally getting as healthy as he's been all year long.
1: Yeah, that's certainly the vibe that I got. and He looked really good on his 55-yard touchdown run up the middle of the field that he kind of cut over to the right um, towards the sideline. I thought he looked um, more explosive than he's been in the past. He looks like he ran a little bit harder than maybe he's run in the past as well. So I think that those are all really good signs for Iowa State because, like you talked about, having depth at running back is really important. Um, and I think that Iowa State has that. Um but their depth is kind of interesting because if you look at it a little bit deeper, like is probably not someone that you feel comfortable giving the ball to upwards of a dozen times. I mean, he only had three or four carries on Saturday. Um, I think Eli Sanders is their number one back. I think they feel pretty comfortable mm-hmm. with him being their top back because he's played really well for most of the season. Um, if you look at some of his game logs, he's started to track um, upwards of, you know, 50, 60 yards a carry, or 50, 60 yards a game, I should say. 50, 60 yards a carry would be awesome. <laughs> really?
3: uh, that'd be some kind of record, <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah.
1: Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be, like, very standard back at Oklahoma State numbers. Uh, but, yeah, he's been he's been pretty impressive over the last few weeks.
3: You know who else has? And this it, is rare for Iowa State to be able to say this. I'll give you Meavis. He was good in his uh, one year here at Iowa State. But Chase Contreras, I mean – this guy, I mean, Cyclone fans used to literally turn their back to the field because they couldn't bear to watch the kicker try and make a big kick. This kid has been not automatic, but I don't think he's missed an extra point, And that's rare for an Iowa state kicker. And he's got some leg behind him too. I mean, uh, Campbell's not scared to send this guy out there from 50 plus.
1: Yeah. He's been awesome. Um, and I thought it was interesting that they decided to kick a 50 plus yard field goal in the rain conditions that yeah. they did on Saturday. Um, I think he's missed one PAT. I would need to double-check that. I think it was early in the season that he missed it, so you might just be misremembering there a little bit. Um, But he's made eight straight field goals, uh, which is really impressive. And when you think about the conditions they've played in in the last couple weeks when he's made a lot of those, it's been wet. It's been damp. Mm -hmm. It was raining in Cincinnati for different times. um, And it was obviously raining for much of the game on Saturday at Baylor. So. Kicking on those conditions is not easy, especially when it's a turf field, it's extra slippery, um, all those things. And then also, I mean, he's a good weapon in the running game, too.
0: Absolutely is. Well, this team goes to November <laughs> yeah, in say. first place. Unthinkable. We were talking about about a month ago, well, let's start to get that basketball content going for Iowa State. Well, you got to do both over there. you ready for this? Because... People want all the football content they can get, and that basketball team, a lot of people interested there, too. You're going to be busy coming up here, Alec.
1: Yeah, you know, guys, I really I really do love this time of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope you can sense the sarcasm in my voice, <laughs> because I really don't. Uh, but, yeah, we've got a lot coming up. We'll um, have some good features going up on basketball this week, I hope. Um was able to write about JT Rock last weekend, a feature on him, that I think fans will find interesting and um, want to check out and read. He's obviously someone who... I don't think you expect to see too much of this season for Iowa State, but he's someone who is a good long-term project. And Red Shirts have had a really good track record of success in the Big 12 over the last couple of years. And I think Iowa State's kind of hoping to replicate some of those same things.
3: I'm with you. Um, they did apparently have one of those scrimmages against Northwestern, top secret that gets out. Apparently they beat Northwestern. Uh, Northwestern's got some players, whatever that means. Uh, you can't put too much stock into it. But uh, uh, did you have you uh, heard anything about what transpired over there?
1: I haven't. No, um, I, I need to send some messages over to some people today and kind of get some scoops on it. I'm trying to get some good information on the way that guys have looked overall yep. um, in the fall, preparing for the season. It's you know right around the corner, like you said. Um, there was a ton of those secret scrimmages that have gone on, and then even some of them weren't very secretive uh, this past <laughs> weekend. But some of them being televised for for charity, obviously you know Michigan State yeah. played. Um, Tennessee, Illinois beat Kansas last night um, on Big Ten Network. And then oh, Purdue you... lost at, uh, at Arkansas. So, you know, bad weekend for the Big Ten in basketball. Some things just are evergreen, it feels like. Bad weekends for the Big Ten in basketball.
3: Alec Bussey, Cyclone Alert 24-7 Sports. What else you got coming up? Uh, what would you like to promote?
1: Yeah, make sure you guys head over to the website, check it out. Um, we appreciate all of the interaction that we've gotten on. The message boards this season, I'm really happy with the community that we have, um, especially the one I inherited from from Nick and He did a great job, and I know he's doing a good job up at Wisconsin as well. So make sure to join our community, um, read, comment, like, whatever you guys want to do. We appreciate it all.
3: Well well done going on the road and following that team. That uh, gets their, uh, the Cyclone fan base's attention. Good stuff, Alec. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you.
1: Thanks, guys. Looking forward to it.
3: Yep. Good to talk to you. Alec Bussey. Uh, as we check in on Iowa State 9:15 kick for BYU 9:30 Bars will like that. Bars will like that, Trent. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That's uh the bars will like that. And look at get used to it, right? Because here comes Arizona and Arizona State. Remember we had this conversation, we probably don't have much time to do we bought a month ago, you know, with the newcomers coming in, kind of the pecking order. Oh, Arizona, both of those schools are gonna be at the bottom. Right. But at the time they stunk. Absolutely. Arizona's they both got coming. a pulse. And so does the they I mean Two quarterbacks. Yeah, they do. That freshman can play. Yes. He can play a whole lot. We will take a timeout. Mr. Monday Night uh, coming up next.
0: He's is, hit three in a row. And it's uh, the Raiders and the Lions. And where is the number? Right at a touchdown. Across the board. Consensus so, Lions. Isn't that what it opened? Seven and a half. Did A couple it? of places, yeah. Okay. Well, Mr. Monday
3: Night, uh, he'll let us know who he likes when we come back. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106 Point Street, Des Moines.
0: Family owned since 1970. Kemker's True Value and Rental helps you buy what you want and rent what you need. Get to work on that to-do list with help from Kemker's True Value and Rental. Kemker's has all your hardware needs. Plus, their rental catalog is perfect for do-it-yourselfers. With two Central Iowa locations to better serve you in Grimes and Huxley, make it Kemker's True Value and Rental. By now, what they can do for you at kemkerstruevalue.com that's kemkerstruevalue.com the time is now to schedule your vasectomy with the Urology Center of Iowa. Schedule your vasectomy around a big football weekend and recover on your couch or chair while watching football all weekend long. The Urology Center of Iowa offers no scalpel vasectomies. And now for your follow-up checkup, you don't even have to go back to the office. Post-procedure, send it in. Set up your vasectomy appointment at 515-400-3550. That's 400 400- 3550. We're online at.com. I- the neighborhood tavern at 1350th Street in West Des Moines is under new ownership. And it's now Bevy's Tavern. It's a great place to unwind after a long day, catch up with friends, catch a ball game over delicious drinks and tasty bites. Come eat, come sip, and come socialize. Bevy's Tavern. With new ownership, at 1350th Street just off 235 in West Des Moines. Hi Millericon Condon. welcome back to Des Moines
3: Sports Station 106.3KX and Mr. Monday Night's Play. Mr. Monday Night does more than just pick games. What are you hearing Mr. Monday Night about potentially some news developing in Iowa City?
0: Mr. Monday Night hears maybe not a resignation. Maybe a firing.
3: Uh, well, uh, we'll see. Maybe, uh, Perhaps two thirties. is kind of the buzz out there that there may be some information. I got a text this morning. I didn't know what it meant. He'll either go out on his feet or on his back. Hmm. And that's what was been, was to be determined. So we'll see. Maybe it's and now to, to your point that Ference is pissed. Yeah,
0: right. That was something that we talked about at the top of the show. That would make a whole lot more sense if that's the way this is going wow. to play out. Again, just rumors, speculation, nothing yep. definitive. Well, we'll know at two thirty, Mister Monday Night. Always got information. What uh, what does Mister Monday Night have for the game tonight? Mister Monday Night loves loves underdogs. Not the tonight. Raiders. I was Not say. tonight. No way. I Lions off a loss. Isn't this thing destined for the 38-13? eight thirteen?
3: Kinda like last
0: night's game. Kinda. Yeah. I think I would it's watch gonna a lot hitters. of baseball. Game, bring, give me game three. Uh, sh- sh- fought fought I'm with you. Plus 102 well. at Circa. Take that plus money with the D-backs at home. I think they're the better team. We shall see. Uh coming up next. Uh, then the
3: drive with Heather and Sean. That should be a busy three hours from 3 until 6. Morning Rush starts it off every day at 6 a.m. We're Miller and Condon. Weekdays from 11 to 1 on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO.